bad habits, yeah, bad habits, yeah. I had to clean up my vibe and make sure the energy right. Bad habits, yeah, bad habits, yeah. Weak minds never win, so we in the lab again. Bad habits, yeah, bad habits, yeah. I had to clean up my vibe and make sure the energy right. Bad habits, yeah, bad habits. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to No Parking on Sundays. It's your host, Eddie Midnight, a.k.a. Eddie, um, here with my boy Jay for another episode of No Parking on Sundays. What's good, folks? Y'all ready for a good show? It's been a while. It has been a minute. I'm glad you finally got your shit together. You got some time for us. <laughs> We're about to have this show going. Y'all going to be locked in for us. Um, one thing I, I will say is we, me and Edwin were talking about this. We're going to be consistent. You guys going to have something to look forward to on a regular basis. Facts. So um, subscribe. And if you don't subscribe, we're going to know. And I'm going to knock at your dough. Oh, okay. You really on the flow right now. So. <laughs> hey, shout out to this tequila. <laughs> we, hey, shout out to Pandemic <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> I need to, we need that uh, that sponsorship that like uh, DJ Khaled and be having when they shoot their videos and you got the Ciroc and the Deleon. Like, can we get the can we get the? Ba- I don't want to top myself off for that shit. We gotta be have some real son. I know you well shit. enough. If they send that shit, you taking it? <laughs> like, who the fuck this nigga fool? I am. <laughs> Especially if it comes with a little bag. No. <laughs> if it look good, nigga, I'm gonna definitely shit. wear that shit. This nigga ready to be a Ciroc boy again. <laughs> Those were the good old days. Hey, we were Ciroc boys before Diddy. Niggas don't know that though. Um, but nah, honestly, yeah. Um, I, due to some technical issues, it has been a while. So welcome back, guys. I think we should just kind of reintroduce ourselves as far as like, I think it's been like what? Let's not let's not even quantify it. Don't matter. Yeah, we're here now. It's been a break. So regardless, regardless, like um, it is a music focused podcast, but um, we definitely talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. So enjoy the ride. Um, as far as music concerned, I think. Now that everything is opened up and everybody's vaxxed up, we definitely have artists, just especially the top three. Like we have, we have Drake putting out music, Nicki Minaj, uh, Lil Durk. Uh, I mean, Lil what, Baby. what I text you yesterday? You did. <laughs> hey, I, I text this man. YM, what I say? Why, YMCA. I thought you was drunk at first. <laughs> this nigga thought I was drunk. I was like, son, no. And I sent him the link. You, <laughs> I was like, the, he, you put it in like abbreviation, that hood shit. So I didn't understand it. Oh at my first. God, I live so in the suburbs, like, bro. <laughs> so I'm like, YM. I'm like, what kind of gang messages? <laughs> so I text you, like, you drunk? And you sent me the link. I said, my nigga. That's all you had to do. You send me the link. Hey, look. Seeing Green, Nikki, uh, that, the whole, Wayne. Honestly, the beat is what got me. And that beat was fire. We've heard it before, though. Isn't no, it Jay-Z? I, I, no, it's not Jay-Z. I know I heard that beat before. It gives me Diplomats, Just Blaze vibes. It, I don't know. That shit was epic, bro. Yeah, it, it was, was really big. That whole mixtape. Nikki, honestly, thank you for coming back. Like, it was I miss very you, nostalgic. and I don't even like you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Nikki? Nah. But Nigga, I, I that live, her. I like that live. Though. Nah, I, I agree with you. You know Drake <laughs> sent her that song. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard, I heard. Drake, honestly, Drake has always been telling her to come back out with music, because I think he's not been a fan of this new female artists. I mean, he hasn't worked with any of them. I don't blame them. They don't sound good. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, they're they're hot, they're popping, but they're not good. I mean, Jermaine Dupree said they all make stripper music. <laughs> oh, let's not talk about that guy. Please, stop. I mean, I mean they they're do, all though. former strippers. But, no. Every rapper that's out that's right That's not now. true. That's not true. Megan Thee Stallion is not a stripper. Nigga, she might as well. What the fuck? Nigga, I see more nip slips than her than any other rapper. Come so, on, uh, Nikki ain't no different when it comes to that stuff, though. Nikki, 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 they her sons, nigga. What the fuck? You're right. So she has offspring strippers because she's the queen stripper. <laughs> what you mean? Do you remember the video Bees in the Trap? She had her remember. cheeks going, Bees in the Trap. Nigga, her oh, cheeks were very plastic. Yeah, but that doesn't, anyway. <laughs> it doesn't change anything. All right, we gotta anyway. stop. We gotta stop. Let's get to the music. How did you feel about the album, though? It was an old mistake. Oh, to be real with you, um, I didn't listen to it. I, I, after I. <laughs> <laughs> after I realized, <laughs> hold on. After I realized some shit was old song, I said, "Oh, I'm good off this shit." I went. To, I'm gonna tell you what I did. I, I listened to Seeing Green. I listened to it like five times. Then I heard Fractions. You listened to that five times. No, the first song. Yeah. Yes, I, I did too. Over I the last two days. Over the, like yesterday and today. And then um, uh-huh. I listened to um, what you call it, Fractions, which is fire. She killed that. And the producer. That was a new song. Yeah. So the producer on Fractions is actually from Baltimore. Oh, were? Yeah. And then, um, you know, I always got to try to put on some people from Maryland, even though Baltimore different. Um, And then- We love uh, you, B-more. We love y'all, B-more. They dress better than PG-girls. Nobody want to talk about that. I'm not going down that road with you. All love to PG. (laughs) So anyway, um, 
And then the other song I listened to on the joint was um, the Drake song that she did on there. They they remixed it. It's called. Um, oh, I didn't know that they did a yeah. Drake song. So it's the best I ever had. Part best two. I ever had part two. I did see that, but yeah. I thought I listened oh, to that. I didn't listen to well, that. Well, musical artist. It's new to me, so I listened to that. Okay. I think it was new though. But after those three songs, I was done with it. So for me, when I listen to it, I definitely listen to a lot of the skits and stuff. I never listened to the album the first time, but I know that all throughout her career, she's always talked about Beam Me Up, Scotty. That was yeah, I know those, like, yeah. Yeah, so for me, I definitely listen to a bunch of these songs, but um, just hearing Wayne- like, Who the best verse? Come on. Out of all three? Yep. I think Wayne did. Drake. Drake murdered it. I think- Drake- I was ready to pull my notes out. Wait till my captions come back. Wait till I start posting this. I think for me, what Drake said, I was listening to Drake earlier today, and Drake said some wild shit. This nigga said, um, I'm not, something about Russia, and he said, yeah, I'm that was Russia, tight. and he said some wild shit about that. But what Wayne said was also like kind of reminiscent of what he's going through, which I fucked with, because he talked about like, I'm back on them pills. I relapsed, but whatever. So I'm like, Wayne is definitely on a different level as far as his consistency right now with all his features, so... I, yeah. I I definitely was hating before because I thought Drake I thought Wayne was falling off a little bit like he wasn't as consistent but he definitely last like this whole year this whole pandemic year he has killed every. I'm track just he's proud that featured. Edwin has finally just don't use my government on the pod, nigga. The fuck, you know the feds is watching. <laughs> I don't even know how to recover from that. <laughs> but nah, I was hating. You right? I was. I wasn't hating. Wayne he was wasn't hating, consistent. Bro. He was killing shit. It's just that he. The thing is, I'm, I'm gonna say this because you're not completely wrong. I just think that when you're really high on the mountain peak, and anything, anytime you do something a little below that, it just seems like garbage, and it's not. Yeah. It's just not. It's because it's better. I wouldn't say it was garbage. I think it was yeah. like I expected more from Wayne. Yeah, because he's giving you so much greatness, and I get that. This is the Wayne podcast right now. <laughs> Stop. Wayne forever. YMB. YMCMB. Young money for life, nigga. You already know. Um, but regardless of that, like, you know, I'm happy Nikki is back out. Let these niggas know, like, she is what she is. And I was happy to hear, you know, I was also happy, I'm sorry, I'm on a tangent right now, but I'm also happy to hear that she wasn't over here talking at, like, I'm popping my ass, suck my pussy, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, she was yeah. rapping. Like, not to say that she's problem with that, like, but she was like, fits, yeah. she gave she's me consistent. some more content. She, like, she expanded a little bit, so. She's always been consistent as far as, like, when it comes to that kind of consistency as far as her rapping. So, Nikki's the best female rapper of all time to me. I don't care what anybody says. She is the greatest female rapper of all time. Stamp that. Like, I don't see anybody going bar to bar with Lil Wayne, Drake, and also Jay-Z, and Kanye, and coming, and... Not being washed off the off the track, like simple as that. She has been consistent. The little Dirk joint, the, the Chirac joint. I have always wanted to post that. I have always wanted to post that. I'm glad that she put that on streaming services. She killed that verse years ago when it leaked. I've always loved that song, and nobody ever heard it every time I played it in my car. So I was glad that niggas can hear how she went off on that Chirac joint. Not only that, her just spitting on all these old tracks that I've heard before, or just kind of in passing. Like the little itty bitty spider. How many girls are posting that right now in their story? Like it's nostalgic. Just hearing DJs yell, DJ Holiday, the affiliates, nigga, holla at your boy. Like that old shit, that shit just feels good to remember where we came from as far as like music. Like this is real rap. I feel you. Maybe I need to go press play and the rest of the drink, but I don't really care to hear it. <laughs> this is why this is where we have to have conversations. But yeah, um, your boy Corday, um, who's dating that um So you want to transition from Nicki Minaj to Corday? I'm we're talking music, all the new music yeah, that came yeah, out. Okay, fine. So yeah, YBN, that's your boy, right? No, YB, he's not YBN. No, nah, he dropped YBN. He dropped there. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, you could do that, but guess what though? You gonna you know what you're gonna do what? in a few years? You're gonna be I'm like, damn. Yes, you are. You're gonna be mad that you're talking shit about this man. Or you're belittling his career. But anyway, Corday just dropped. Rapper. Um, the Justin Till joint. Um, so yes, he like he said, I fuck with Corday, but partly because he makes really good content. He he got his third eye open. If you understand what I'm talking about, he's educated. And then on top of that, that nigga he does went music. To high school, relax. You don't know what I'm talking about. That's why I said if you have a third eye open, it wasn't for everyone. That nigga, other, he graduated from the PG County he doesn't know. public schools. Like, Eddie, he Eddie Midnight P- doesn't know what we're talking about right now. This is for the people <laughs> that knows what I'm talking about. So <laughs> anyway, so you know, he understands the, you know, the God body talk. He'd be on that real heavy. And then on top of that, like um, he'd be with Terrence Martin. Like, if you're not hip to Terrence Martin, when it comes to like hip hop, jazz, and that like whole Robert Glasper influence in that genre. You love dropping Robert um, Glasper. 
I mean, it's 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 a real thing. Like, I mean, that's why the greats pull them out. Like, it's just like fifteen hundred or nothing when they when they when like Rick Ross has his band, he pulls fifteen hundred nothing. Uh, Roddy Rich did that for his NPR. Like, these people are the people that are behind these great artists, just like this producer. So, Corday at twenty three years old has the eye, the ears young, of man. these people. Q Tip is doing a hook on his song, motherfucking Q Tip. You know, so. Anyway. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from Corday. I know he spits. I know yeah. he's great. I just think I don't relate to his music to the degree that I do to other artists. Um, I think he's very consistent. He doesn't come out with too many bad songs. Like, But I just don't catch it. I just don't check for his music, to be honest. I, 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 think, I think he's, he's kind of boring. I mean- Yeah, I think that's it. I, mean, I think he's kind of boring. I mean, I'll say this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, because I I, I I didn't want to be rude to my co-host. <laughs> you are though, like twenty four seven, like literally. <laughs> I mean, the reason I said is because I mean, you are, I'll say this: at least you're consistent about what you don't care to listen to. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I, I check so, him out once in a while. Don't get but me wrong. The content in which he, he talks about is necessary for the ecosystem, mm-hmm. especially for his age group, because he's yeah. not a young dude talking young rap. So he's he a young dude rapping like. like the J. Coles of the world. So he reminds me of like um, Joey Badass. People like him that rap to a certain degree at a young age that just doesn't correlate to somebody like me at my age. I feel like it it's just, not an age thing, though. It's a, it's a. Maybe that's why it's I, a content. I, no, that's what I'm saying. When I mentioned the third eye stuff, right, and the God body stuff, I'm I'm really actually being serious in the sense of like he's read certain books and he's he's educated himself on oh, certain God. like spiritual understandings and certain like walks of life. That if you're not in tune into that like that spectrum, yeah, then you're not. Weed then you're not. Shit. It's sorry. not we, bro. It's not we. You, you, I'm trying not to let you belittle what he's talking about. Right, because I feel you. I feel yeah, you, but you're but, shit, but you're like <laughs> shitting on something that's actually like super important I to know, like I know, moving I know. in life. I feel you. I feel you. But I, I mean, I'm just saying it's not for me. Just like some. That's perfectly that fine. To, I'd rather you say that then. Yeah. Because I said you're consistent about not liking important things. So, you know. Nonetheless, you know, Corday's album's out. He there's a song on Young, with Young Thug on there. You might like that drink. Exactly. That's See? that speaks to See? me. There you go. <laughs> like, I fuck with my boy Thugger. Like speaking of Thugger, they put out a nice little compilation album with uh, a few different artists. Like he has Jim Jones on there. He got Gunner, of course. He got so many different. He got her for no reason. Like he just has all these different artists coming together on that album. Sign language too. I thought that was probably my favorite album this year so far. Like 23 tracks. Then he put the out. Fuck? Yeah. Sorry. What? It's really good. Bruh. It's really okay, good. So Every song on there, it, and maybe it's just the beats. I don't know what it is. Everybody flows. Everybody comes correct on that entire compilation. And the fact that you got all these artists. So it reminds me of like what DJ Khaled just put out an album, right? And it's a compilation as well. But it feels like everyone emailed songs to him. Whereas for uh, for Young Thug, it feels like everybody was actually in the studio recording, vibing off of each other, hearing what each other is saying, and then running off like, oh, he ain't about to kill me on this track. This joint, like, it was perfect. I love it. Everybody came correct on this entire album. Like, Young Thug did a great job as far as him and his friends producing this joint. 21 Savage came correct. Everybody was on this album. Anybody that you think is anybody is on this album, and they all came. The deluxe album came out, it's 31 tracks, and it's actually almost like maybe one or two skips. And that's because they have a little kid rapping on one song. And there we have Sly Language, too. Oh, um, you're a hater. See, I, I mean, I, but you no, no, I, I, I don't care for it. I don't think it's. I, th- I don't think. Bear, I don't be think honest. Did you listen to it? Yeah. No. So we had a conversation. We, we did, and I said I heard it, and I said I didn't care for it that much. We literally sat here on the couch before we started. And so I you heard that. Jim Jones say, "Yeah, because you played it for I me." I sell crypto, you but I ain't a crypto. And you thought that was tight. Nigga. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought that was tight. <laughs> I sell crypto, but I'm not a crypto. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That shit so, was fire. Um, so far this year, he said he likes that album for the you best of them. I think bad. that um, <laughs> Benny the Butcher, uh, The Plugs I Met Part 2, that dream is amazing. I mean, Harry for, Farr for him to come it. back so quickly after being shot, I think was You didn't tough. hear it? No, I didn't. Okay. So, <laughs> um, Harry Fraud produced it. And Harry Fraud, which is kind of tight, he's been on it. Like, if you're familiar with Harry Fraud, he used to do a lot of Jim Jones stuff back in the day and different man stuff. Jim Jones just dropped an album with him, too. Um, it wasn't as good as uh, Benny the Butcher's joint, but Thanksgiving is my favorite track on there. Um, no, I did listen check to some songs on And the joint with 2 Chains. Oh my God. Yeah, I learned. 2 Chains The, 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 the joint with 2 Chains, I definitely heard. I saw the video for it. Yeah. yeah, but that's only two songs out of 12. 
So oh yeah, that one's God. good. <laughs> Scott, you're just gonna shoot me down. <laughs> I listened to the album, bro. I, you know I fuck with Benny. Stop playing with me, bro. <laughs> You over here talking about little baby versus fucking little dirt. Like no, I, this, no, 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 no. That was your I, whole no. I asked, no, like, I did, no, I asked. Don't I said, act like I you said, don't listen the, to no, those niggas. Too. No, I do. I love those. You making me sound like I'm, 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 I'm a little. No, I'm a little dirt fan. Through through, like I've been talking about little dirt since like 07, some shit like that. I'm glad he's still like. Yeah, I mean, little dirt. He he's literally he's, better, yeah. he's literally the epitome of like putting your head down and just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing. Because that nigga, I don't know what happened the last I, two years. I, honestly, I can't believe he's been this consistent in the last, like you said, two years. Every feature, he is killed. Yeah, I mean, but I liked his albums. Like that joint uh, he did called, um, oh my God, come on, Jelani. Put Nicki Minaj on there. Oh, I shouldn't. I wish I hadn't done this just now, but yeah. it's really good. If if you put in a little dirt and Nicki Minaj, why gotta, that's why you got to come to the. Yeah, you're right. Be ready, right? <laughs> got to be ready. But guess what though? Um, the voice of the hero is coming out. I'm looking forward. So, to voice it. of the hero is him and Lil Dirk. Lil uh, baby. I mean, Lil baby putting out a, a, um, a what? I'm a joint album, mixtape. I don't know. You know, nowadays music. everything's a mixtape if it doesn't sell well. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. So, <laughs> it's no, like, no, it's just a mixtape. No, they call everything a project now. Like they don't even want the title. It's just a project. You know. Didn't what's her name? One of these artists just said, "Don't call me a rapper. Call me an artist." Who said that? One of these girls. Who's the one that says, "Call me ooh." You know that girl, the rapper girl that says, ooh. Do it again for us. Nah, chill. <laughs> I'll be singing my ass off, y'all. Low key. The weekend, holla at me, bro. That's my man. Ooh, we didn't put this on our list. I'm sorry. The weekend. Was it weekend or Anderson Pat? No, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pat. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. didn't talk about that. Don't ever get the weekend confused with Aaron Anderson fucking Pat. Like, the week, put some respect on the weekend's fucking anyway, name, dog. dog. That song with Bruno Mars and Anderson Pat is so beautiful. It is. It is. And I, I can't wait for their album to come out. Like, both yeah. of them together, two boring artists coming together is going to definitely make I great agree music. with you because yeah. I don't like either one of them niggas. <laughs> Neither of them together is very interesting. People love them niggas, but, but together, I, I will love them. But I like Bruno Mars and Anderson Pat. Like, but uh, I'm like, yeah, Bruno Mars did play that the Super Bowl. So no, Bruno Mars is huge. I like yeah, a lot white of people love him, but like black people like too, and a lot of children. <laughs> <laughs> what I say It's the truth, dog. <laughs> it is true. It's but true. Like I mean, yeah. Anderson Pack. Like I feel like I, I want to like him. I want to like him. Me too. But and I like, like a lot of his songs. But I just but be nigga, like, you. It's like, is it corny? Is it safe to say it's corny? No, it's not corny. He makes really good music. I'm not gonna even do that to him. He did a song he just with Kendrick do for me. that I like. He just doesn't do it for me. Like, I'm not gonna go say, "Oh, let me send Anderson Pack today." Like, you know, <laughs> if I catch that shit, I he catch it. Your Serato. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, get the little joints nah, in the cookout. I can't do it. <laughs> no, I might play him at the cookout though. I might, but nah. But this song is fire. This nah, song it's, is it's a one. And it I heard they, I heard fire. they did it during one take too. Oh wow. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. They went to the Jimmy Fallon show and uh, performed it, and I was just like, "Thank you." One thing about Jimmy Fallon is <laughs> Money Bag was a Jimmy Fallon dog. So I don't know if <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is low key like trying to. I don't know what he's, he's been doing, doing that for years though. He has. I will give him that. He put me. I wouldn't say he put me onto um, Odd Future, but he, when he had them, that was their first ever live performance. That was the time when I found out who Odd Future was, and that was Tyler and them screaming at. They said they wanted to scare white America, and they really they scared my suburban ass, yelling at me with the mask on and shit. I was like, "Who are these niggas? Why are they so angry?" But Jimmy Fallon definitely has a thing for putting these black artists on, especially artists lame. that you don't expect. He had yeah. a Burner Boy on there. He's had Wizkid. Uh, He's had a lot of African I mean, artists too, which is random. He, like, yeah, yeah. His, he has ear to the streets, or he has like his, his producer, somebody else. I don't think it's Jimmy. Himself. I actually do think Jimmy. Let me, let me he was wearing dunks me, and he stuck on. his foot Let me be very clear. Like, let me be very clear. No, dunks. no, I think he does. Just like Seinfeld wears a lot of Jordans. A lot of okay. these white people, okay. honestly, a lot of black folks wear their sneakerheads and stuff like that, but it's white kids and Asians. That's just that. Ooh. But anyway, I'm not going they, to that topic. They have the money. That's why. That has Remember nothing. That. It's not the point. Their dads are dentists It's not the shit. point. Like, let's not bring it. Like, yeah. What I'm saying is- Don't sleep on us. Think about, okay, what about Jonah Hill? What about Jonah Hill? What about him? He's a sneaker guy too. He's been wearing Adidas forever. He's rich. As a Nigga, child, if I was rich, I'd be a sneakerhead too. Edwin, I'm, I'm, this is this is uncle moment. These people, oh, wow. these people have been doing this since they were children. That's what I'm getting. So at. you're saying Jonah Hill? I, yeah, I, I don't know his. Yeah, career. that's what the movie um, mid mid eighties was about. His childhood. That's why he got the sneakerhead. Skateboarding. 
We watched the movie together. I mean, we didn't watch it together. No. But what I'm saying to you is, it's speaking about his childhood, and that's mm-hmm. why they made a point to point out the um, the Adidas, because that's his Yeah, child- but all this shit is influenced by black culture. We was on it first. You're missing what I'm saying. We're talking about the swag. Black culture is a swag. What I'm talking about is... We're going off tangent. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, we are. I, I, I feel what you're saying, though. I'm just saying that like when we're talking about Jimmy Fallon and these folks, I'm not going to say that they're not... Uh, when it comes to like certain cultural things that they're not like in tune. I'm not saying they're sitting here like, well, I love money bag. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they're aware and they know how to pick the right people sometimes. Yeah, they can with the, the right collaboration audience. of the producers. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's I all agree. I'm saying. You're right, you're right. Um, you know, shout out to Jimmy Fallon. Keep plugging those black folks in there. Yay. Um <laughs> You think we'll get Shelly on there? You gonna talk about him or not? Shelly, why do you call so where does Shelly come from for Drum? Because I so know Shelly, I know him as Drum and he calls himself Drum Big Baby. Not anymore. So that's why it's, it's Shelly, formerly known as Drum. He's changing his name from Drum to Shelly. Well, we didn't get the memo, buddy. It's, it's so obviously change your ice G it, name or something. Well, it's on his album it says it says Shelly, formerly known as Drum. It you says, know albums aren't physical. Nobody saw that shit. It's on wherever you want to... Oh, you haven't heard the album yet. That's right. That's probably you didn't know that. Look, for the first time you did your homework before a podcast and now you want to throw it on me? Wow. I always do my homework, especially no, when it comes you to music. You I know come, everything You literally come here unprepared. You do know the coolest part about this is they can go back and listen to this because they can see that Jelani always knows music. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Like, you don't know shit. You come here you make it up uh, and I have to correct you every episode. No, you don't. No, you don't. No. It's okay, though. Anyway, okay. anyway, here's a new drama's drama. my nigga. Though. It's on NPR Tiny. That's just tight. Just check the nigga out. I haven't checked it. I mean, we watched some yeah, of it today, yeah. but I'm definitely gonna check. I'll tell the listen shit. Like, yeah, yeah. check it out. Drama is honestly one of my favorite singers. I like him. He has a song with her that I always loved. Um, he has a few other joints. The joint with Erica Badu that we listened to today was pretty chill. I, I for some reason I never heard that. I guess that was his first album. I hear him more on features, which is funny enough. Yeah. The Chance the Rapper joint he did, um, so very special, was one of my favorite songs off of the. Uh, Chance Color and Book album. Um, I really fuck with that joint. But yeah. um, other than that, um, The Real is back. Nobody knows. You're supposed to say Ferretville. That, that's J. Cole, bro. The Real is back. You, 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 you didn't even catch it. You know the worst part about it is? If you're a real fan, and when he said The Real is back, when he said The Real is back, you know what I was thinking about? It was Jeezy. That's oh what I was thinking God. about. Nobody f- Jenny Ma nigga doesn't even think about him. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, like, I was just like, the real is bad. What did Jeezy come in with awesome stuff? Like, when this happened? The, please, Jeezy, whatever you coming out with, keep it. Keep it. I beg you. <laughs> Jeezy, young Jeezy, or whatever you call yourself now, my nigga, keep that shit. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear that we a, shit no a, more. He's not, on the, he's not on the list. We're talking about J. Cole right now. All right, J. Cole, I'm sorry. Just had to let Jeezy know. You know, he'd be listening. That's a, he's a fan of the show. He texted me the other day. But um, J. Cole came out with the newest <laughs> album, uh, Off Season. Um, honestly, I was... To hear Killer Cam... To hear Cameron in the beginning of the intro really, really just set the tone for me, man. That set the fucking tone. I wish he had a verse. I wish he had I was looking verse. forward for a verse. Man. I and was, that sounds like but such you know a dipset beat. You know, let me ask you a question. Such a dipset beat. Was that Master beat. P on that song? On what? On the intro. At the end... I didn't hear it. I know. I didn't I had it. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, no, was it 3-6? It might have been 3-6. It gave me that energy. No, it I don't was 3-6 Mafia. It was 3-6 Mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. It was 3-6 Mafia. That shit. It gave me such a, like, I was ready to get into this album, but of course, J. Cole was J. Cole. He didn't go off, like, every song to that degree. I think he went off. I just think he got a little boring at some points. Oh, wow. I wouldn't say he was born, but J. Cole does what J. Cole does. He speaks little... about different subject matters to a degree that you just be like, all right, nigga. <laughs> no, that <laughs> we would... get it. <laughs> we yeah, get yeah. It. I guess so. Yeah. Um, my favorite song on that joint, though, is um, the joint with Lil Baby, um, Pride is the Devil. Pride is the Devil? Ooh, that shit's fire. Pride is the Devil, and then... Um, um, I, I like my life. The one with Twenty One Savage and Mori. Applying pressure. That joint was good. Applying pressure was good too. The joint with Twenty One Savage and Mori was really good. My life. Yeah. I fuck with that joint. The intro was just that's intro. J Cole spitting. I like when J Cole J Cole don't spit on his own albums. He goes on other people's. No, no, no like, let's not do that. When, I, when I say spit, no, no, listen, okay. follow me. Okay. When I say spit, I mean like kill a nigga on the track, like that kind of shit. Like he's coming for you to win. You know what I mean. Though. No, I'm not with you. The reason I'm not agreeing with you is because you never I never agree with me. Literally. No, no, I do. But I think never. I think no, listen, I just think that what happened is he dropped that for for your eyes only, and then he dropped that other joint before it. 
And the last it, time he went off was a lot when he killed Twenty One Savage on his own song. He murdered yeah. him, slayed him, put him in the grave. Yeah, remember that one year? I think it was two years ago when he was doing all those features, and he murdered yeah. every artist on their song. Right. But when he gets on his album, and then he's very that's, that's methodical about it, and he's attacking different subject matters. He's not really trying to like. He's not trying to give you rapper, rapper. But that's what, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. I think we're I think we forget that he does give you that. I think the reason we don't remember is because the last two albums that he dropped personally weren't that good. They were, they were. I think it was for just your more, eyes only. For your eyes, for, for my, for your eyes only. Was, was for him. It was not just for him. It was for more of his. Per- yeah, it was for the people around him. Yeah, it was yeah. For, that's what I'm saying. It was a so more like, personal approach to an album that I think people weren't expecting. But prior to that, the joint where 24, 2014 Four Souls Drive. Killed that. Vicious. Born Center killed that. killed that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't agree with you. We're only you're speaking from a small vantage point of what happened I mean, recently. But you but have his to whole remember career. those vantage points were the last four years with him. So we only. Have but that doesn't. But you. You okay? I mean, you want me to start judging a nigga from no, five but, years ago? No, I want you to judge J. Cole by J. Cole. You said that J. Cole doesn't go on his albums and kill shit. And I, I'm telling you, he does. Only, yes, he does. He didn't right. do it on... That's what I'm saying. The last two albums. That, that's all I'm saying. And then he does, he does do it, kill niggas on their own tracks, which I yeah. respect. And then the revenge of the uh, the album he dropped. Oh yeah, yeah, he the killed compilation that with yeah. all his niggas. So, so, so that's another thing we gotta give him. An, he has a good ear, more than a good. ear. He is probably the best roster outside of uh, QC uh, and M. Yeah, no, no, QC, TDE. Yeah, them too. But QC and M is running the right way. They knew Cash Money. Who, out who's on uh, QC? We have Migos who are falling off. Uh-huh, keep going. We have Little Baby. Mm-hmm. We have Cardi B who doesn't write anything. He just shows. Doesn't matter. Um, who else do they have? City girls, little Yachty. Oh, city girls. Hey, shout out JT. I think I think what, I get what you're getting at, and I don't disagree with you. I'm just I'm not talking about content. I'm just talking about like hot. the uh, roster. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about hot. But if we're talking about quality, has, yeah, yeah. If we're talking about quality, quality like, control definitely it's, has it's TDE and um, what's a J Cole joint called? What's his regular Dreamville, called? Dreamville. Dreamville. Yeah, yeah Dreamville. Because he got Ari Lennox. She's my favorite. Out of all the girls, yeah. Is she actually signed to him or just a collaborator? No, she no, she's signed to them. Okay, it's Ari. Earth Gang, GID, or Jid. Um, That's his cousin, which is funny as hell. GID is his cousin. Yeah, it's his cousin. Which is kind of weird because Jid and um, Earth Gang were all roommates at Hampton University together, and that's and Earth Gang brought Jid on tour with them. That is funny as hell. And so Jay calls his cousin. It yeah, was like his cousin. That's crazy. But he was probably waiting for his cousin to like get put on before he like said, "All right, nigga, I'm maybe." Sorry. He was like, "JID is actually nice. I yeah. fuck with him. I fuck with but, him." But um, yeah, but I agree with you though, bro. But TDE, let's talk about their roster. And they just released a new song with um, Isaiah Rashad. Um, then they have uh, Scissor. They have Kendrick, of course. We're waiting for Kendrick to put out something. Kendrick is being. I don't know what he's doing. It's coming. Jay Cole dropped. I think it's coming out. He's he's raising a family. Then we have. Man, fuck that. YMCMB, nigga. Lil Wayne. That's all. Fuck all these other rosters, nigga. Cash Buddy, motherfucking billionaires. Coming out for the 992,000. Fuck all these other fucking labels, nigga. What's just happening? Lil Wayne, Drake, and Nicki Minaj, a three headed monster, this nigga. nigga got That's all we need. <laughs> this nigga just fast. <laughs> because I just started thinking about these other labels. I'm like, all these niggas are good. Like, Schoolboy Q's great. I fuck with him, but he hasn't put out shit. J uh, Rock is I nice, but nobody listens to him. I don't think like T- TDE is good, but nobody listens to y'all niggas like that. Scissor now is taking off her clothes, so niggas can listen. Like, well, it is slow what down, it is. slow down. Nah, let's be real. Slow, no, 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 let's no, no, no. Real. Her two songs are fire. She's still taking off her clothes. She's been doing that before that. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she was. She used to wear baggy ass clothes. Yes, she was. She wore baggy ass clothes so all the what? time. That is, she, but she was still, was, but she was still wearing like halter tops and showing her stomach and had and her what pants, stomach? Her, her flat stomach. Because you don't remember her. I remember her. You don't remember her. I remember that bushy ass hair when she said it was real and it wasn't. Oh, you remember the negative stuff. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, I don't care for TD because I'm, I'm not a Schoolboy Q fan. I'm not a J-Rock fan. I just like- Schoolboy's Kend- my nigga. I, I, only, I only like Abso, Kendrick, and uh, Sizzle. Abso has put out music in forever. He's going blind, so I, I can see why he's not putting out yeah. music. Can't but, see the mic. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, bye, 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 bye. I didn't see that coming, man. That <laughs> man called a stray, a mean stray. God. So I love you, dog. The closure is one of my favorite songs, my nigga. I you know what the sad you. part is when you mention closure, the the audience won't even know what you're talking about because they should that, research. No, that song never hit his album. Well, that beat never hit the album. So when you actually go to Absol and go to Closure, what we have is not on the album. We have some other shit. What? Deadass. 
Oh, well, I gotta research test that. it out. Speaking of music, guys, unfortunately, we forgot. My co-host forgot to tell you guys. We actually have a playlist called No Skip Playlist. So this is gonna actually. So this is a new thing that we're gonna do from every That's episode. Such a horrible segue. No, we. I mean, we just talked about like uh, whatever. <laughs> I suck at segues. That was so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. you could have wrapped it up and like, yo, you know. We just talked about all this music. We got a playlist coming. Definitely check it out. It's gonna be called No right, Skips. Go ahead, segue. You see, you see how I just do did that? that shit. They can lay, lay it up. up. They got hey, You lay it up. Hey, look. You D Wade. I'm LeBron. <laughs> hey, I'm D Wade. Yeah, you can be D Wade. You retired. I'm still out here getting these buckets. <laughs> hey, at least I wear good suits and look good on TNT, motherfucker. Respect. They're gonna hold you. Respect. And I own the Jazz. Yeah, speaking of basketball though, bro. Like, wait, wait. We gotta talk about the playlist. I mean, th- okay. The No Skip playlist is coming out. Um. Every, we're, gonna, we're gonna how are you we're gonna do like every every, every month? episode every episode every episode we're gonna every have a new, new playlist, episode bro? we're gonna have a new playlist with all the new songs that we fuck with as um, a duo so um, it's gonna be ten to fifteen tracks uh, it's gonna be on Apple Music and also on all uh, streaming platforms streaming platforms uh, I ain't got title. A, a title joint so you gotta handle the title so you do that you see what Jay Z say what Jay Z say he rather work with them than work with us. I don't give a fuck. Apple Music <laughs> got me with the student discounts, so... Man, you see how niggas do? Always asking niggas for discounts. Hey, so I don't even know how I pay I need a hookup, discount. bro. <laughs> um, nah, but honestly, it's going to be on Apple Music, uh, Tidal, and also Spotify. Uh, it's going to be called the No no Skip Playlist, curated by your boys at uh, No Parking on Sunday. So check it out. It's going to have all the newest songs that we fuck with. It might have some nostalgia shit just for y'all to like get put onto, some sleepers. So... Be on the lookout for it. The link is going to be in the bio. Check it out. Um, soon come, soon come. Definitely. Um, what, what else were you saying? No, I was just going to talk about like, I was going to honestly segue into sports with J. Cole and whatnot. He dropped a great album called Off Season Now. Um, he's gonna go now he's still playing basketball in Africa and shit. What country? Nawanda? Shit, I feel Son, you're a Nigerian. You don't even know the countries? You just dropping all my government information. Like, I'm not feeling this. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> All right, Rwanda. <laughs> I said it. Rwanda. I think he's playing for Rwanda. It's Rwanda. I don't know. I don't know. It's Rwanda. Okay, it's Rwanda. Bad. But um, it, so the NBA is now doing a Niger. Isn't I said Nigerian? Godly. They're doing an African league. Uh, I think it's like uh, twelve to sixteen teams, different parts of Africa. They're gonna have an entire league. For some reason, J Cole made the roster. He hoops hoops though. Nigga, I hoop hoop. Like, what do you? What is he this doing? This nigga tore his Achilles and he never play basketball. <laughs> Like, come on, dog. Like, what is this guy talking about? He's going to kill me because I don't even know why I said that just now. <laughs> I did tell my Achilles. I know, I know. It was a partial tear. It wasn't a complete but tear. But the nigga's not even Kobe. <laughs> like, how did he do that? That? Fu- that was the day I found out I wasn't Kobe. <laughs> so I got humbled. In summation, he don't hoop poop. I, I, I fucked up. I don't know what I was trying to do. And I was like, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> hey, that was a humble summer. That nigga was mad that I summer. That was bad, bro. That was the summer. That was supposed to be outside. Yeah, I was outside for you, though. God literally told me to sit my ass down that whole year. Oh, man, that hurt. Yeah, that was bro. rough. I know basketball players go through now, you know? So Kevin Durant, when you got injured and you came back and you start talking shit on Twitter, oh, I understand. That. Oh, you're talking positive about KD. I feel you, yeah, bro. Yeah, now I know why KD niggas go and have them Twitter fingers. You're sitting at home with your leg elevated and shit. Doctor's orders, man. You know what's crazy? People be getting mad at KD and calling him sensitive, but no one likes Michael Rappaport. Like everyone he's came, and everyone came to like, Katie's defense in that because Michael Rappaport be he's a loser. playing with the bear and like poking the bear and then like and then start screaming like uh, what is oh, I'm the- gonna call the police? Look yeah. at him, he's talking like piece of shit. Shut up. <laughs> Right. Michael Rappaport is kind of like the people that basically scream for help after they were the ones who were fucking with you. Like, just clearly know, he was looking for a reaction when it came to that KD situation. Karens aren't all women. Oh, yeah. Karens can be violence. Michael Rappaport's. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's. Yeah. Like, Wait, nigga, we was talking about hooping. <laughs> I'm bad. I just don't like when white people do shit like that. They come into our spaces, invade our shit, disrupt us, and then when we start coming at them with that heat, then they start acting like bitches. Like, yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah, they start looking for a fucking- Yeah, like, like, like call the oh police and shit. Oh my God. Oh my, I, gonna, I didn't do I'm anything. Call, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, anyway. I feel you. But anyway, yeah, nah. I mean, as far as sports, though, bruh. J. Cole, I'm glad he's playing for Africa too, because he's being consistent to like his roots. No, I, I don't know if about roots, but based on like how he's been presenting himself lately, he got the Nazi dreads, you know, he he's carrying himself. Is very that what humbly. it's called? 
Well, I'm foreign, so because my parents saw that shit and they was like, "Why is he not cutting his hair? Like, why is he?" Not- but you know what's funny? The foreign, <laughs> like even like my grandparents, like they know they walk down the, the streets of the island growing up, and all they saw was the Nazi dread niggas washing their hair in the ocean because that's how it lock up faster, uh-huh. and they hate it. And that's y'all culture. <laughs> <laughs> your because we all grew up now we are in America. They try to, yeah. but not even that. I think they just try to do better, so they be like, "That looks dirty," so they they want nah, to clean up. Honestly, keep your dreads. Like honestly, in my culture, dreadlocks mean something. So. Definitely, it's spiritual. It's closer to God. It's your natural habitat. Like, keep it whatever it does. Our hair naturally locks up. So, you know, I'm glad he's doing it. There's a few other people who are doing their hair like that. Burner Boy has some wild shit in his hair. Like, niggas is growing their shit out. Jay Z shit. Yeah, his literally looks like Basquiat. It's, yeah. like, it's weird to the degree it looks so much What's like What's kind of tight is this man's 58 years old and he can still grow hair. He's 58? I'm exaggerating, bro. He's like 52. Oh, God damn. No wonder you know, he was rapping like shit on that Khaled album. Oh, that shit was a trash ass I mean, the I whole song was bad. That Honestly, bees, they should- And I want to talk about the bees. Don't forget about the other B. Like, shut the fuck up. So man. you're not going to talk shit about Nas? Nas killed it. Nas's Nas verse was both okay. Of, both Nas's them. verse was better than his it, mediocre yeah, verse. It was definitely better, but they yeah. both were trash. Yeah. I, I'm standing by this statement. I do not think Jay-Z makes, Jay-Z makes good music with Khaled. I don't think so. Every song he has come out with with Khaled hasn't been good to me. The one he did with him and Beyonce wasn't good. The one that he did with Future definitely wasn't good. You like the... I'm not going to agree with you. The but keys, the keys, the keys, the keys. Yeah, Ooh. I like the joint Beyonce too. That joint's tight. Top Off. I fuck with that joint. Top Off. Uh, Shining is pretty cool. Shining, 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 yeah. shining. It's a vibe, especially in the black. summer. Niggas probably, ain't never listened to that. You went to a cookout, you heard that shit? I've heard it plenty of times, I was on actually. a rooftop, actually, nigga. I heard. It's, that, just like, it's just like when Jay-Z and Beyonce dropped listen- that album called... Uh, Everything is whatever. Love. Everything's love. People thought that was washed, but guess what? That joint is a great album. We only heard like, yeah, it was a great album, but only like two songs played. But that doesn't make it not a great album though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're talking about longevity and shit. Yeah, that's what, gets what I'm getting at though. No, the so, album. Yeah. But we're talking about Khaled. We're not talking about Jay-Z and You Beyonce. just said that you don't think Jay-Z does a good song with- With uh, Khaled. Yeah. And I, not point, with his the, wife. Relax. The point that I'm making is that when we're talking about Shining, which is a Khaled song, right? I said that it, you asked me if I've heard anyone. I said, yes. Because I think that it has more longevity than you think it does. I don't think it was that good. I mean, it's fine. I'm not gonna okay. sit here. I'm not gonna cap for them songs. Like I don't care enough. Um. All right, back but, to J Cole. We keep getting off topic. You see what you do? We're done with J Cole. No, no, but not only J Cole, but the fact that the back to the sports in general. Like um, Saturday tomorrow, or should I even say Saturday? I don't want to timeline this shit because who knows when this podcast is coming out? <laughs> Actually, timeline it. It's cool. I mean, the, the, Kobe's the, the, going to the Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame is tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Kobe's going into the Hall of Fame with KG and Tim Duncan. Some of the greatest. There's some other it. people in there, but there's we, only one we, we care about. We only think about the three. I mean, because you know the big, you know the big ticket, the the big fundamental, and you know fucking the Kobe Black Mamba, fucking Brian. You know, if you remember Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan was a beast. Tim, the funny thing about Tim Duncan. Everybody used to laugh at him because he wasn't like stylish. He wasn't flash. He wasn't a flashy superstar. But the guy got it done. He got it done. You look up at the scoreboard. He has twenty five, and you're like, how? This nigga just he. Yeah. I mean, he got he four just, rings. Was it? I think it's. Is it, is it four or five? No, he got two four. of them from us. Definitely, he beat the Heat twice. He has four. He has four. All right, whatever. Shout out to him. Um, I think KG is overrated. I don't give a fuck. What? Yeah, I think KG's overrated. You probably didn't watch KG playing. I did. Uh, his best years were in Minnesota, but the way he talks about Do you know he his... averaged? Yeah, but they didn't go anywhere. Yes, every... they did. They were bounced out of the first round every time. Like, who cares? He barely made the payoffs. Whenever they did, they were out of the first round. Like, KG just talks too much shit to, to the point that he, you think he's great, then you look up what he did, and you're like... You didn't really do shit. So you that's just not, that's, buckets. That's but... not that's not fair because there's people like Charles Barkley that got no, buckets. No, but Charles they... went to the finals by himself. He, Charles has carried a team. Allen Iverson has carried a team. So you're telling me you don't think K, hey, KD did not carry? No, I said KG. KG did not carry his team far enough to me. First round ain't shit. Second round, you got swept. Like, yay. I'm not with you on that. But you're also in the West. I mean, but hey, I'm not with you. you on that. KG's a beast. I think he's beast. great, but I think he's not as great as everybody thinks he is. He's, okay. I mean, he came out of high school. Like, shout out to you. Okay. Like, I mean, I ain't arguing with you there, but no. Nah. He was, he, when he came out, he had the nickname. Because you couldn't, because we was literally in a group chat talking about how nasty KG was. Like, Another KG group chat could, that you're just in. Yeah, like, you just like the other group chat you be in. 
So, like I was saying, like, <laughs> like you couldn't score in KG. He would get buckets from anywhere. He stretched the floor, like, to the point where, like, KG was at one point was almost, like, unstoppable. Ah, uh, he was stoppable in the playoffs. It was only him by himself in the West. Good for you. I you mean, say, it was you, only Iverson by himself. But and you he do went a, to the, but the finals. East, the East wasn't the East wasn't good for a very long time. And and if you really want to talk about that time period when KG was in, going to the playoffs, they had to get through the Kings. They had to get through the Lakers. They had to get through the motherfucking um. Who was on Spurs. the Kings? Who was on the Kings? Jason Williams. Uh, Chris Webber, my Chris guy. Chris Webber. Vladiva, Mike Bibby. Uh, okay. Doug Christie. Pedro Stojakovic. Pedro was nice. Like, and then and then there's the Spurs still. Um, know the Spurs. When you say get through, <laughs> I don't know if he got through them. I think that's no, why that's, he left. No, that's another point. Right? Yeah, the West so, was always tough. Yeah, we but that's know what I'm that. saying. Like, yeah. so, so when you say like he couldn't get through, it's like, look what we just named. We don't. Those names that I mentioned weren't on the East. Like you can right. like, but that's and then, one and, team and, that you named. I named okay. You want me to name the Spurs next? We don't have. I okay. mean, but the Tim point Duncan, get, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but the point I'm getting at is that like the same way you made that comment about like, oh, AI took him to the the uh, finals. It was the East, yes. Yeah, but like, who did they have to play? The only teams that I remember being good back then were the New Jersey Nets, uh, the 76ers, um, Toronto, maybe in Orlando. Orlando, because of Chimac, but no, they weren't good either. I lied. They weren't good either. Houston has Steve Francis and also Yao Ming. That's the West. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> You're making my point. All right, fuck that shit. Kobe is in the fucking Hall of Fame, and I'm happy for him. Vanessa Bryant also designed his exhibit at the uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, so, you know, I'm just happy this. I, you know what hurts is that I really wish I could have seen Kobe. I wanted to hear what he would have said. I think he would have talked so much shit because... To me, I think he's the heir apparent to Jordan. I think he is Jordan number two, 2.0 to me. I don't know what everybody else feels. I think he's the closest to Jordan as far as like just personality, scoring-wise, just everything about Jordan's game. I see Kobe in that. Um, LeBron is a monster. is a different beast. He's a hybrid. I don't consider him a Jordan. So I don't compare him to the greatest of all time. So, um, you know, I repeat to, to um Kobe again. I'm just happy to see this. And the fact that Jordan's also given his all the fame speech for him, I think that's dope. Uh, Vanessa personally reached out to Jordan to um, give him, to induct him into the Hall of Fame. So I think that would be beautiful. Yeah, man. Oh, you sounded, you sounded like you were about to cry, nigga. No, I didn't have... Because I, I know that's your favorite player and shit. Yeah, but I didn't have anything else to say because you just uh, like said everything. Yeah, I mean, I used to give you buckets with that nigga in 2K. That was good times. I play with the Lakers and you play with the Heat, so you can't <laughs> buckets with them. So let's move on. <laughs> but um, speaking of the Heat, uh, Dwayne Wade is buying into the Jazz. Um, he did it. I think he did. Him and another buying group, but he has majority stake in it with them, I guess. I'm pretty sure he does not majority. I mean, the group, not just him. Oh. The group has majority stake in the group. The point is, black people are buying into the NBA, and I think that's dope. A-Rod now also is a, is a member of a group that just bought into the Minnesota um Well, they're purchasing Timberwolves. the whole Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, the entire team? Yep. Oh, wow. That's dope. Oh, wow. The, major- the, the majority holder is selling his $1.5 billion. I know KG wanted a piece of that, but he said no. His checks ain't big enough. Oh, wow. KG doesn't know how to read. So what? I, let me stop. What's happening right now? I, I, I apologize. <laughs> like, what is happening? I saw I saw a video not too long ago. Of so negative. To... He stays shit on black people. That's why he what? like he, he on black that's, people. Yeah, that's I just why. consistent about he don't on... like these people. He wants to pick up black people and then shoot them in their foot when when they're not looking. I'm like I got KG, you, nigga. So there's literally a video of KG not being able to pronounce equivalent. I think it's the funniest. Edwin. Shit ever. Edwin. Shut the fuck up. Are we going to do this right now? Shut the fuck up. Are we going to do this right now? I'm talking about who can't do what. (laughs) Are we going to do this? How much? I don't have a billion dollars in revenue. But you did major in something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to need you to calm down. Why are you defending KG right now? I'm not defending KG. I just don't want you shit on people all day long. Ah, you're right. God damn. It's the tequila, bro. There's enough outlets. make a nigga aggressive sometimes. God damn. There's enough outlets shit on us. Like, we don't got to do that. Hey, just shout out to all the black people buying into teams, you know. A-Rod, I know you hurting from the J-Lo Bud shit. Bud. Here's a good recovery for you. And Jay, Joe Budden fires the white boy. <laughs> <laughs> on air. 
Yo, Yo Joe, but it, honestly, as a podcaster, I understand the the situation when it comes to like dealing with different co-hosts and stuff like that, like getting everybody on the same page. But part of it is also doing business with friends. You got to be able to articulate yourself properly so that your friends understand that it's still a job. And I think that's where the the situation got fucked up. Niggas did not. They forgot where it's a job and a friendship, and they got that twisted. And well, according to Joe Budden, that was the story that he allowed them to run with. But that's not what it was. Apparently. Rory had been walking around having side conversations with everybody, asking about who gets paid what, why they're getting paid that, and asking about old deals. He was just getting a little big for his britches, and yeah. Joe Button had to remind him, like, this is the Joe Button podcast. podcast. And um, I like what Joe Button said. He said, if you have to audit your friends, then we can't, we can't work together. And but I, shouldn't you audit your friend who's also your boss, who's your business partner? Like, we well, work together. Like... I think I think that uh, I think the way Rory went about it is what made it sketchy. It's yeah, because well, like they're going around behind his back. Yeah. yeah, but also I think because of the fact that when they got into the deal, they had to sign the contract, and when you sign the contract, this is what it says, right? Reliable. And then I think Joe Budden, frankly, I think his feelings was hurt because these people know, and Joe Budden has talked about it frankly for many of years, all the shit contracts he signed and all the contracts he was in, and he he made a point. And I've heard him say this explicitly multiple times that he wouldn't want to be that type of boss. And the fact yeah. that they treated him like he's, Rory, going, like, he's like, fu- like, like he's like he's a fucking like cutting everyone checks else. and shit on the side without them. Yeah. Not even cutting checks on the side. The fact that like he that he may not be give, representing them in the best light as far as like what their role is. And um, I think that hurt his feelings, frankly. And the way Rory went about stuff, like I think Joe Budden knew that he was going to fire him before he brought them on the show. I think you're right. I think that he saw the writing on the wall because Rory- Because for months he said, even like years ago, he said he started seeing Rory do stuff. Yeah, because he started, first of all, the Joe Budden podcast, everybody on that show actually gets paid a lot more than not just podcasters. They're probably in the one to two or three percentile of paid podcasters. But outside of just podcasters, just TV personalities, they are paid very well. And um, not only that, for somebody to now come back and say, hey, remember that deal two years ago, three years ago that we didn't mm-hmm. take? How much did we make off that? Or what was it supposed to be? It doesn't matter. It's gone. We don't have that deal anymore. So I think part of it was also just the trust. Once you lose trust, man, that is hard to get back. Yeah. Especially and I think that's what Joe Bell mad at all. Yeah. And so, do you, so that's what I was going to actually ask you a question about. Because we have dealt with like friends who, or people in general that we know who have you've worked with or you've no longer who have decided to now branch out and something that you did rubbed them the wrong way, right? And then you they decided to now side with the other person instead of you that they didn't know longer, and that's where Joe Budden felt betrayed. He knows Maul. He's known Maul since his early days, since his twenties. Mm-hmm. Maul has only known Rory for a year. A year. Well, it's not true because he's about more, a, yeah. no Joe Budden podcast has been around for more than a year. So of course, not, I mean he's known for, for a, not more than of course. They moved for like ten yeah. years. When well, yeah. he did the description, he said barely a year. Like whatever. It's basically he's not known him to an equivalent of what he's known him. But he expected he Maul felt, to treat him differently because Maul and him had a different relationship. Exactly because he felt that you know me, you know the kind of person I am, you know my character. Yet you sided with somebody else who whispered in your ear, "Hey." Have you looked at your contract this way? Have you said this? Have mm-hmm. you looked at this? And now you've decided to walk away from me and you are my friend. So I was going to ask you, like, how do you feel about that? Like, Because me as a podcaster, I've had that situation with somebody I dealt with who, was, who I've dealt with, whatever. And it's happened to a degree where I felt like, damn, you know what kind of person I am. I'm about this business shit, but yet you are. Well, I think the difference between what you're talking about and you and that guy weren't friends. Um... <laughs> That's that. And then the other part is, as far as like um, what I think about it, I think that- um, um, Would you feel betrayed if you were in that situation? If somebody decided, like, I've known you longer, but yet I'm going to side with somebody else instead? For me, it's not about the longevity of the relationship. Okay. It's it's more so about um, what I've shown you for who I am to have been, whether it's for 30 days or a year, right? Or uh-huh. 10 years. Um, but what I will say is, and I-, I I think oftentimes as people, we see the writings on the wall for other people. Mm-hmm. And 
because we care about that person so much, mm-hmm. we don't we let these little things keep passing. But then, if mm. you sit down and actually take audit in Joe Butter's words yeah. and list the different things, you see how big of a deal it is. Yeah, like the, the, what happens sometimes is there's all these great moments, right? Yeah. But then let's say in every five great moments, there's one bad thing. Mm-hmm. But that one bad thing is a character flaw, mm. which. In my eyes, character flaws trump those five great moments. But because those great moments feel so great, we kind of just brush it under the rug. You the other shit yeah. that happened. So yeah. to answer your question, um, I think you're not necessarily mad at that person. You're mad at yourself. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a bar. I could see that because now you're, you, know, you knew what the situation was, but you decided not to move forward with it. And you continue to believe that the friendship was worth keeping this going, not knowing that that person might have already made the decision for you. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, and I don't necessarily have the answer, I'm going to speak for myself, um, on how you handle situations, but my character trait is to, um, it's kind of like a faucet. If the faucet keeps, if the faucet keeps leaking and leaking and leaking, and then it just overflows and it overflows, I'm not going to clean it up. I'm just going to go. Just go with it. I'm going to throw the whole shit away and go, you know. Get a new faucet altogether. Okay, I'm not going to repair the faucet. I, I mean, think looking at the Joe Button situation it just made me like audit my own life and my personal relationships. And that's not with friends, even with family. Like just being able to see how people take advantage of you sometimes, and forgetting the friend, taking advantage of the friendship, and seeing what the business is, and using that to their advantage, and forgetting like we got money together, like blood, sweat, and tears. But um, good, sorry. But it's but it's definitely a tough pill to swallow when you see like your friends are now questioning you as like as if you're taking money under the table, ripping them off, like shit like that. But Joe Button, I think, also fucked up and just not in his delivery. I think that's where he might have fucked up. Being able to separate friendship and like a friend of mine was telling me, like, you know, you're smoking weed and you're drinking and you're going to clubs and parties together. Then you now want to come back to the to the podcast and be professional. Like my nigga, I just saw throw up on your shirt. Like, what are you talking about? So sometimes I think some people find it hard to take you as a boss when they see you in certain light. And they've seen you outside of the job. Yeah, I don't know if that was their situation. I think that um, I think that what happens is that the communi- the communication gets tricky, right? Because of that friendship boss thing, and um, and I, I say that to say that it's fine if the friends want to work together, but I think that each person needs to know their role. And I think sometimes Niggas people they know their role. Yeah, I think they forgot the role. They felt like they were the same position as Joe Button, right? Yeah. But the thing about that is too is <laughs> it's called the Joe Button podcast. Yeah, but 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 they. He pays them well, and he treats them like equals. So it makes you feel like it's oftentimes even like I work in I work in an industry where we have residents that feel like because they lived there for thirty years they should have rights to how we run the business. That's not how it works. No one cares. Like there's laws that we have to abide by, but just because you've been here thirty years, yeah, we're gonna probably listen to you a little more, but you can't make decisions just because you've been here thirty years. Yeah. But I so I say all that to also say that, um. When these situations happen, I mean, me and you work together, right? When these things happen, it has to be very clear that, like, if you're going to be, Joe Biden, if you're going to be the boss, right? Yeah. That means you need to assume everything that comes with being the boss and don't look my way. I'm here to do a job. I'm an employee at this point. But people don't get that. If you're my friend, like me and you are friends, right? We're doing this podcast and shit. Once money, once money gets involved in this motherfucker, like niggas start to switch up. No, like I'm me very- and you have always had that conversation. We've always said, what do you always say? Money makes you become the person that you always wanted to be. If I always wanted to be a fucking dickhead, money is just going to make me gravitate to that yeah. position and become a tyrant. Like I started this shit, right? But I have your help with this. And yet, let's say money does get involved and now start money starts to flow a different way. And we add another person, we start having a team. Like other people are now relying on a check, and you decide, like, hey, I'm looking at the check and I don't believe that I should I should be compensated more. And you decide to take a break. But we now have all these other parties that are now involved in the business. These people rely on this check monthly or weekly. They have bills to oh, pay. Oh, I agree with you. So you you as my co-host, I definitely need you here, but the show must go on, right? 
So to a certain degree, I think some of the, they felt betrayed that Joe decided to bring his other friends on because honestly, if I was put in that position, I have other friends that I would bring on the podcast like, yo, I need help. Like my boy's think, not here right now. No, I agree with you on that. I think I, I agree that the show must go on. I think, I don't know the inner workings, but in theory, I'm thinking that like, I, if Joe Budden did not have a conversation stating, I, so let's put it this. I, I don't even want to go too deep into it. Long story short, I think that Joe Budden's only really mad at Rory. And he looked yeah. at Maul sideways, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're his boy. Like, yeah. like because Maul, I, would feel I don't have an issue with you, Maul. Like, and Maul be- Matter of fact, it's Maul interjecting himself into a situation whoa, that had whoa, nothing whoa. to do not, with Not him. only that, no. When they had a conversation, Maul, unfortunately, did not pick up his phone and didn't know what was going on. So Maul showed up to the next taping, finding out that Rory was and not, not fired, but was told to take a break. And he's like, yo, that's a conversation we should have. And he said, no, Look, we don't. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Yeah. And that's when he was like, you're the boss. Like, nigga, we all do this shit together. And he's yeah, like, but yeah, but I'm the boss. And I and he was like, no, we're all together. And then Joe said something that basically along the lines of what happens with this shit doesn't concern you. And I think You know, that's Joe Budden came back and said he never said that, but he just let them all run with it. Oh, wow. He did? Yeah. On that same, he came back and said, I never actually said that. He just let them run with it. And you see the thing about Joe so Biden. So when I heard that, it's actually when I heard that he said that he said something like that and he said he shouldn't have said that. That's what he said to Maul, right? Yeah. That episode. That's yeah, what, yeah, I know yeah. that. But then after that, when he started going in on Rory and talking about what really happened, uh-huh. when they weren't there, he said he didn't actually say that. He just let him roll with it. And I've learned you can't do that because it looks bad. But two, he I also the, understood- He basically took the- The, 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 high, the high road. And yeah. he, but two, I understood it because that's the role that I often think that I would play. I'm like, all right, I'll let you have it. I would definitely let you. If, if, we're, if, if we're having Jay, a- No, if we're having a I'll real- i real with you. you I, no, I you, would definitely- You hold people to the fire. If they, if they put- if Not they, if- not If, if they I, mischaracterize you, you let them know. Like, yeah, but I would- but, Believe it or not- You've let people get away with it. I will let you slide on things that- It depends on I pick who, who you- No, yeah, I pick, you have, pick it's, dis, it's discernment. Yeah. You have to yeah. discern. But I will definitely let you slide on certain things. Yeah. But then there's certain things I won't let you slide on. You know that I've let people slide. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it'd be me, you'd be like, nigga, Edward, what the fuck? But yeah, I understand. But, I, I, totally, but also, I get it. Yeah, but I think also sometimes you, you learn from those mistakes and letting people slide. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what? No, let me tell you up front right now how I feel about this. Before I actually get upset about it, and that's what I always I, so I give I, I give a lot of advice to a, a younger sibling of mine, and he always talks to me about how people might treat him sometimes. And I always tell him like the first thing I always mention is, did you tell them the first time that they mistreated you? And he usually tells me no. He waits till like the fourth or fifth time. I'm like no. If you don't tell somebody how you what they said initially fucked you up or you didn't like that, they will continue to treat. They will think you like it. Like they will think you like it the entire time, so you need to correct people off break. Like let them know how you feel from the beginning. I think Joe Button in that situation is just very like, ugh, it's 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 tough. It's, it's, it's messy. It's messy. But I mean, I get it. I mean, I get it. So basically, both of us. It's so funny. I actually thought you wouldn't ride with the button because I don't think you fuck with Joe like that. So I'm very I'm very surprised that you no. saw the story and you were like, yes, I don't like yeah. that he'd be yelling in erratic because I don't like people yelling all the time. He's a lot. But I, I understand, I understand his how he thinks sometimes. Yeah, he's a narcissist. he I say he's a narcissist. He is a narcissist, but I think but he the, means show, well. the show the show revolves around him. Like, let's be real. People tune in for what Joe Biden has to say. His friends give good takes, but I listen for what Joe has to say. Honestly, I mean, I actually only listen to really hear what Maul has to say because Maul to me has the most level headed responses. Sometimes. Maul barely talks, and when he does speak, it makes the most sense because Rory just be more is a get with. Rory, Rory is a get with. He just says like, what, "Get with it." Like he just kind of says that's the male version of a pick me. I guess so. Oh wow! I, I mean, know. yeah, like he just kind of like you know, I like him to a certain extent, but like he's, he's a captain, just like, that. but just yeah, <laughs> but just like Joe Bennett said. <laughs> He's kind of like he's an he industry dude. Nothing, but he's a yeah, he's an industry dude. He says things the right way. He tries to articulate things a certain way, you know. So you know, I, I feel. Get it. But Joe Button always says, "Let's get off the Joe Button yeah. soon." But um, Button always says that all these niggas have relationships, so they always end up trying to like keep their relationships so they can't give hot takes. Yeah, I mean, Maul's brothers, Bigs. Can you tell the audience who Bigs is? Because we're not all from that era, sir. Oh my bad. Biggs is one one third of the co founders of um, Rockefeller Records. It's the Rock. Yeah, that was my Jay Z. So voice. he's one third of those folks. So that's Maul's big brother. 
And Maul's already 40-something, so his brother's Maul's are 40-something. Yes. Yes. They talk about it all the time. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This nigga looks- He's like 40. Yeah. But anyway, um, we're running on two hours, my nigga, so- Are you serious? No, yeah. it's not. We just started at 11.30. It's nigga, 12.45. Really? Nah, yeah. I'm looking at this shit. This says 158. I don't know. That shit says an hour. Fuck it. But um, what we got left. What we got left. We got parking tickets, man. Fuck all the bullshit. We'll get, we'll get to the other topics next week, man. I feel like the other topic is definitely going to deal with next week as far as like Floyd Mayweather and shit like that. The versus the thriller. We'll talk more into that. Um, we're just getting the audience back, man. We're warming them up. We can't give them everything. Yeah, I'm with it. Go ahead, give me a parking ticket. Nigga, you don't have a parking ticket. <laughs> I got you a parking ticket. Looking up shit on I your stay phone. <laughs> looking like hey, I stay with a parking ticket. That's what Maul Maul does. He's always on his fuck. That's another thing. Like co-host on their phone while you podcast. Remember that? There's time no video, to... bro. There's no, no video. Last time when we tried to fucking record a video, we was watching the TV. This nigga was watching the game. Guys. Yeah, but I was. But you didn't. Y'all know. Wanna, I, hey, Y'all didn't the know, audience. Though. Look, look. The audience. I get feedback a lot, right? So they tell me how they want us to be on video and shit. I'm like, Jelani is. Jay, whatever the fuck he wants to go by, this nigga is always distracted. He's on his phone or he's watching television. <laughs> That's why we can't be on TV, y'all. We or, could be on TV. We're gonna be on YouTube one day, but not yet because I, this nigga want to watch TV. He want to he want to play on his phone while we podcast. That's why. But um, let's get into these parking tickets, though. Uh, so for me, I would say my parking ticket goes to the CDC. Um. As far as what the pandemic has done to not just the African-American community, just in general to our whole in general country, the CDC has been putting out misinformation as far as what to do, how to do it, and what to do to move forward. And it's all the information they've been given kind of just interjects with the last information they give us. They don't understand this virus. Let's just be honest. Just say it. Admit it. Like The way they are leading the public has felt disingenuine. So for me, what has happened is reading the CDC is now, as someone who's fully vaxxed due to my own, like, whatever, like, part of me doesn't want to, but I am here. It's better to be safe than sorry, right? So the CDC has now said that um, the virus itself should not, it's only transmitted uh, airborne. Two weeks ago before that, they came out with a statement saying that it is only physical. So that means like spit or water or air particle particles or whatever the particles. He was talking about KG earlier, y'all. He was talking about KG earlier, y'all. I ain't reading this shit. I'm just speaking off of That's off worse. Of what shit. happens if he's reading? Oh, you thought it was funny. <laughs> They gonna laugh, <laughs> nigga. Let me do my shit. This is my parking ticket. You do your thing. So at the, at, at the end of the day, my parking ticket goes to the CDC. Um, we expect better from you. You have our trust. You have the money. You have the resources. We expect better from you. You are giving us misinformation. Um, that's the government coming for us. But um, we have, we would love for you to give us better information moving forward. So, and there's that. Um. My parking ticket is going to Jordan Brand. <laughs> Jordan Brand? The brand of Jordans, the people that make Jordans. The reason I'm giving my parking ticket to them is because they keep bringing these damn Jordan ones out in these whack-ass colorways, and these consumers keep buying them. <laughs> what? Like, stop buying these Jordans. <laughs> like, these Shadow 2.0s are coming out. Like, all these variations of the Jordan ones. I remember when Bamazini liked Jordan ones. And now here we are buying every Jordan one in every single colorway. Green, purple, orange, I mean, 3.0s, 2.0s. Like, bro, I'm going to say this. If y'all like them, you know, buy what you like, obviously. But just understand, we are consumers. Don't consume all these whack joints. So doesn't that fuck up the whole... I mean, go ahead. Yeah, and then on top of that, like, don't, don't go spending, you know, over retail prices on StockX and gold on these joints, like they're not really intrinsically value for real. I can tell you some drinks I got for like a hundred bucks, easily done triple price. New balance. Just go look at some new balances. And honestly, if y'all really want to get some cool shit and you know, be like, this was popping during my day and not where and don't get me wrong, I buy Jordan well, no, I don't buy Jordan's ones like that no more. But if you want to get some shit, then you want to be like, oh, these joints is cool. You want to stand out because I hear people talking about it all the time. They don't want to look like everybody else. Salehi Banbury got some shit out there. Pierre Moss got some shit out there. Like, you know, 
If you're really looking for something, you don't know what you like, there's some black designers out there with some cool stuff. But these Jordan ones, um, that they, they, they're bastardizing and keep flipping. And I don't even know if that's even a word, but the way they're doing these shoes is kind of crazy, yo. But if you like them, don't listen to me. Just saying. I'm still giving them parking tickets because I really want them to stop. Yeah, I don't think Jordan's ever going to stop as far as when, when it comes to his shoes and the longevity of his yeah. whole situation. No, I know that, but if you see the shoes that's coming out this weekend and last weekend. I'm not. But like, I like the collabs, though. Them, those are my manier joints, fire. Them, uh, what you call them, 85 ones, the neutral gray and white ones. Them joints is tough, too. Like, you know, hey, you just be, buy some be smart fans, about it. dog. Fuck this shit. <laughs> fans are cool, too. I love Vans. They're comfortable. I chill with them, but uh, you know. Yeah, I'm on my New Balance shit right now. Um, Those... Teddy, Teddy Santis out here doing stuff. Go Google him too. All right. All right, my nigga. Shoe sneakerhead. <laughs> Just fashion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this has been No Parking on Sundays. It's your boy, Eddie, and your boy, Jay. It's me. All right. Have a good night and be safe. See you later. I'm